SMQB's episode 137. This is going to be a speed round of the SMQB's. There's lots going on in sports and lots going on in everybody's life right now. So we are going to get into it. We're not even going to talk numbers. Let's just jump into the NFL. Uh, oh, oh, Milk, do you have a number? I have a number. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. You guys look so sad. Milk, you Damn. first. Go ahead. What's your number, Milk? I'll do it quick. Three. Yeah. Three days. Three days until my NFL season ends, and I officially start <laughs> watching Hallmark movies on Sundays. Ah, uh, okay. Mine is, thir- mine is thirteen. Thirteen. The number the Yankees should never fucking retire for that scumbag A Rod. Are they retiring it? No, he's crying. They he wants it retired. He's all upset that they actually gave it out. Oh God! He thinks that like he's some Yankees legend. He's he's a stain on the reputation of the whole team. Pope, right. what's your number? Who knows? One, one to go. Winner one to take go. all. Winner take all tonight. We'll talk about it in a minute. Well, I'll Rangers build on ALCS. I'll more than you He's wearing uh, a Rangers hat. This is. I'll, going give, I'll give you another number, Pope. Zero. That's I know the number, that's the number. No, it's different this week. That's the number of home games. The Astros won in the 2019 World Series. So it can be done. It can be done. It shall Rangers. be done. So, all right, let's go, guys. NFL week seven in the books. Uh, for some of us, we might say season in the books. Uh, but let's that's not what we want to talk about. Rooster, why don't you uh, lead us off here? I've been thinking about categories of teams following week seven, and I came up with Jekyll and Hyde teams, biggest surprises from week seven, and the just win baby teams. No, thank God the, we're done with Sybil and the yeah, yeah. The I don't want to, I don't want to get any yeah. in trouble with any of my sexual references, so let's just <laughs> stick with these. Um, Jekyll and Hyde teams, the Bills. Who the hell are the Bills? The Bills are good one week. They suck the next. It, they can't put two together. Who are the Dolphins? The Dolphins cannot win a game against a gritty team, period. They just don't have anything in the trenches. Well, that's so that's that's speed versus toughness, right? Right. I mean, exactly. speed is awesome, but when you get punched in the mouth a little bit, speed's not so great all the time. Well, I would also say the refs had a lot to say of last night's game. We can all agree on that, right? That's there true, but bad. that's true. But the, there, some, there are some bad calls. Definitely seem like the Two, refs. The refs, against, the refs against, did not cause Tua against, to throw that uh, interception late in the game. Well, the refs sure. were sort of there for the Eagles, though. I, yeah. I just yeah, think we so need to call were, like it is. They call it out. Absolutely. They definitely yeah. were. That personal like foul on I was expecting on House to pipe game. up on the poor refing, but it just never came. It didn't. I yeah, thought he would, too. He likes to condemn the referees for bad calls, usually. It's kind of a one-way street. Dish. He might not have had you service think? at the length. You think? Yeah, I don't think so. He probably didn't have good service. At Here's the another Let's Jekyll and Hyde team. Who the hell are the Ravens? Are the Ravens the yeah. powerhouse team that flexed their muscles against the five and one Lions this weekend? Or are they the team that can lose to anybody? I just don't know who they are. Or, you know what happened yesterday with the Ravens? They Detroit finally fucking they finally got Mark Andrews involved. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed right. or not. He's done shit. Well, their defense has caught fire too. 
Yeah. And the lion, what are the lions? Are the lions a fraud? I don't think so. I think the, I think the Ravens just kicked their ass. Well, they've always they've had a great defense all year. But here's another yeah, team. I don't know, 38 I, to 6, hard to say that that's just a, think, a bad day. I think the Lions are missing Montgomery too. That guy was going off. Yeah, but they had Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. going doing well. Yeah, I guess. Here's another team I can't figure out, the Browns. They almost pissed that game away the Colts yesterday. Did well, you see that see. play where where they tried to do the shuffle pass to in 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 Joku and it hit him in the face and bounced what, off? What happened to to Deshaun? Because he had uh, minus two points for me yesterday. It yeah, I think, like he, he I think he hurt. His, I, I think he hurt his labia. Did he, he got, <laughs> got hurt. <laughs> and by the way, I down with you. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. I heard people talking today that the Browns should trade for Kirk Cousins. Well, I'll tell you what, I my my fantasy team name is Rub My Chubby, and I'm going to be without Rub and Chubb at this point. So I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board on that name. Try me a river. I don't You're going to need a Chubb Rub after this. Yeah. Geez. All right. Here, here's my next category. Let's go around the horn here. What was the biggest surprise to you week seven? What outcome? For me, it was the Lions. Yeah, Lions, hands down. Yeah, yep. I mean the fact that they just scored zero points or whatever it was, six, six or, points, thirty-eight I mean, to six. That was cr- who expected that? In fact, I yeah. think when we were doing the locks last week, I said I'm surprised no one has taken the uh, Lions with points. Um, yeah. I think I mean you got to talk about the Pats over the Bills. Exactly, that's my. I mean that's, that's a true. that's a what the fuck moment, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about I, don't worry about the Bills. There's nothing better to get things going for you than a matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night. So, but the Bills are the the Bills go from slamming teams to losing to teams they should beat. I would also well, throw in there the Giants like beating Allen. the Commanders. The Giants yeah, did, the Giants were yeah. three fifths of their starting offensive line were out of the game, and they weren't good at the offensive line position to begin with. And their starting quarterback was out. That's only a surprise to a non-commanders fan. Is that a bad I mean, thing? That, right. that had that had shit the bed written all over it going into the week. So who would have who would have guessed the Broncos would beat the Packers? I wouldn't have. We don't know who but the Packers are. The Packers right, might exactly. be in a worse spot than, than Washington. Right. Exactly. I mean, just no yeah. identity, right? And then who besides House would have picked the Falcons over the Bucks? <laughs> I would, uh, God, we suck. You did that suck. game actually? Did they actually have to play that game? I mean, that's talk about a game they should have flexed until twenty twenty nine, right? I mean, you don't. Oh. Nobody should have watched that. God, it was horrible. How many mm. field goals were it? I mean, <laughs> so here's the next category. Since we have to be fast, just win, baby. In the AFC, is there anyone who's going to beat the Chiefs? No, not right now. I don't think so. In the Ooh, NFC, yeah. when do the Eagles and maybe 49ers the 49ers You got to keep an eye on 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 uh, the Bengals still. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I think the Ravens, the Ravens, if they play like yesterday, no could. fucking way. Yeah, that's a big if though. They're no fucking. I'll tell you what I learned about Herbert yesterday in that game. He is as talented as everyone says he is, but man, he has to learn to stop holding on to the ball. He thinks he can just. Because he's big and strong, he can wait and wait and wait till these guys get open. 
And he doesn't just throw the, he never throws the ball out of bounds. You ever notice that he never just throws it away. He never takes like a, a two yard sack. He just keeps dropping back hoping Someone's going to open. He winds up either with a 10 yard sack or throwing a pick. It's stupid. Yeah. He needs to, he yeah. needs to grow up a little bit. He reminds me of Josh Allen in his first year. He needs to get a little yeah. more mature because he's super talented. They, in the first half of that game, they look like they could win that game. And then he pissed it away with some dumb decisions. Well, this is this is what happens. Because his though. offensive line sucks. Well, that's and see, this is this is what happens to quarterbacks who have a bad offensive line. You know, I mean, just to to use it as an example, is the the Sam Howell and the Commanders. You know, David Aldridge has a piece out right now that says everybody's talking about is Sam Howell the guy in Washington. Maybe they should be worried about the other fifty two guys on the roster instead. I mean, Howell. Is running for his life on every play. He has no ability to sit there and actually go through progressions to learn how to go through progressions because he's getting two seconds to get rid of the ball. And same with with um, Herbert. I mean, you do get to a point where you develop really bad habits yeah. because you don't have any consistent flow. You don't have a chance to run an offense. And so... You know, you can destroy the most talented guy's career if you don't have a good offense around him. The line is the key. Yeah. I mean, that's just happening. To, I mean, I never thought Danny Dimes was worthy of the draft spot we picked him in. I mean, who picks a Duke quarterback in the first round anyway? Um, Fair. But but in his defense, he he has no time to throw the ball. And and Terod Taylor at least is used to being a scrambling quarterback, and so it's working better. That doesn't mean right. he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. It's just this this jailbreak of a of a pass rush suits Terod Taylor better. Yeah, he can get if he can get outside the rush, he's going to make some plays. I yeah. look, I look, look at the look at the Eagles' offensive line, right? Man, I think we all agree that you could plug any quarterback into the Eagles' offense and they would succeed, right? With that, right? I mean, I mean, Jalen Hurts has the the ability to make throws and to make some plays with his legs when he has to, but it sure helps when you can drop back and step up into a pocket and deliver yep. a strike. Well, you know what uh, else and, helps when you have AJ Brown? I mean, the 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 moves that that yeah. Howie has made as a GM to, to continue to astound me even today. I mean, they just keep getting better with these fucking moves. Why are people, you know, other teams need to stop this. All right. You're, you're, you're teetering on the, on the line. No, no, no. I'm Philly pissed at these other, I mean, pissed you're, the Titans you're teetering. The Titans are turning into the Eagles JV club here. It's like the Royals <laughs> with the Yankees back in the day. Stop giving wait. your best players to the Eagles, man. Wait till they what send him Derrick Henry today? for a fourth round pick. Great? I think they're about to do that. It's crazy. All right. So here's the last question. So we think the Chiefs are are standalone in the AFC. Who's better, the Eagles or the 49ers? And when do they play each other? I haven't even looked it up. Does anyone know? That the uh it's next month, right? Yeah, sometime in November, I think. I mean, yeah. I think the Eagles are. I I actually think the Niners might struggle a little bit tonight at Minnesota. Do we know is McCaffrey and Debo? McCaffrey's playing. Debo's not. Debo's out. Debo's and out. Trent Williams while. is out too. So we got the Eagles Chiefs on Monday, November twentieth. That'll be a big telltale. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, and then we've got the Eagles rematch Super Bowl Bills on November 26th. That's a big one. And then we've got the Eagles Niners uh, on December 3rd. So weeks 11, 12, and 13 are a gauntlet for the Eagles. Yeah. We're really going to know wow. how good they are. Well, then. the next weekend, they're coming to Dallas. That, that's why I call this category. So that's when they get a break. That's when, that's when I call this category just win, baby. I think that epitomizes the Eagles this year. Everyone's like, hey, they could have been better in this game. They could have been better in that game. They showed some weaknesses here and there. They just keep winning, though. That's what good yeah. teams do. They just keep yeah, winning. I, I think they're going to win every one of those games. That would be my bet. So. I don't think so. I think, but, but I they think can still J- win the division is with fantastic. three or four losses. But he'll, he'll hurt you, too. He me through a pick six last night, three interceptions the week before. Yep. But, I mean, but you know, at know. some point he's going to get better. He's better than that. He's not. Yeah. He's yeah. Unless you think he's regressed permanently. He's a, no. I think he's, he's going to figure his, his. I think he's going to figure it out and get better. Yeah. Unfortunately, because you know the, that just means we're going to have to hear from House from here till eternity about this season. Uh, I'll be betting. I, I, house, I'm taking the 49ers right now. So we'll we'll figure that. Yeah, out let's right go, Plaxico. All right, listen. Speaking of house, just to keep piling on our misery, we we sh- all of us shit the bed last week on the Plaxico locks. He sucked uh, me into that. Yeah, Dang it. house <laughs> sucked milk into the Falcons Bucks. House took the Falcons. Milk took the Bucks. Um, and lost. Let me see. Bison took his commanders against the lowly Giants, which I thought was a lock, and lost outright. Um, I took the Bills over the Pats. Who thought the Pats would beat the Bills? I took the Bills, lost. And then Pope took the Raiders over the Bears, and the Bears kicked their ass. The only one of us who won last week was House. So House House and Milk are now tied at what five and two? Five and two. Bison Maybe. Bison is bringing up the rear at something like one and six, and then Pope and I are four and three. So let's move on to this week. Uh, week eight. Uh, House picks the Bills over the sticking with his strategy of always picking against the Bucks just to piss milk off. <laughs> House is going with the Bills. Milk, what is your response to that? I was, I actually really like that pick. So I'm not going to take Buffalo. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take the Jags minus two. You got or minus two and a half at Pittsburgh. I really like the Jaguars. I think they're on fire. The Steelers are, Steelers are. So the line has changed since I looked at it early this morning. It was one and a half. So you guys are gonna have to help me with the line because I haven't looked at it in hours. Which game? I've got I, Jags I at Pittsburgh right now. That's minus two and a half. Jags All giving right. two and a half. Okay, Bison, who are you taking? A lot of money. I'm going taking. On I'm taking the Bills, giving seven and a half. All right. All right, Pope. I got the Niners giving five and a half over the Bengals. In oh. San Fran. Interesting. Because they'll be rebounding from tonight's loss. And that's how much the Niners. They're not losing to Minnesota. No, no, no. That they're giving how much? 
Five and a half. At least according to mine. All right. What is the line on Eagles commanders? Uh, Six and a half. All right. I'm taking the Eagles. (laughs) I highly recommend that. Washington loves to play Philly close, man. They do, but I still love that. That's and every pick. so here's the thing. Every time I pick the Eagles or pick against the Giants, I lose. But I'm going with it. All right. Take the Eagles. All right. All right. Anything we'll else on NFL? Nope. Nope. Hope Milk. Let's talk minor league football. <laughs> what do you got on the college fronts? Start us off, Hope. Uh, well, you know, I think this week we saw some of the pretenders get exposed in the top ten. Penn State. Every year you think, is this their year? And Rooster, you know, you were there live. So to what yeah. extent you can remember it? Probably not much, but uh, Ohio State. Uh, I remember. What was that like, Rooster? Yeah. It was like watching two mediocre quarterbacks go play a defensive struggle. It was dull, 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 dull. Wow. Dull, dull, dull. Yeah. Interesting. Well, but Penn the, State is out. Penn State's offense is horrendous. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Drew, By the way, Drew, Drew Alar went 18, 18 of 43, and every one of his passes was five yards or less, it seemed like. And he still only completed 18 of them. Yeah, well, uh, and I also I hate to say it, but uh, North Carolina uh, was exposed by the one in five Virginia Cavaliers. Mac Brown's fraudulent really? We're gonna team. We're going to North Carolina. Football? They're out. Really? That's where we are? They're are you out. Really, you're really starting with a, the 10th ranked team? Yeah, well, we're talking top 10 pretenders. And then. Interestingly, I think here's where I'm focusing. OU won because they stopped a two-point conversion against UCF. Washington barely beat a one in six team, 15 to seven. And Texas had to do a last minute stand against Houston to survive. These teams, uh, OU and Texas obviously have, uh, OU's undefeated, Washington's undefeated, Texas has one loss. But who's the best one loss team? Because that's where you need to start focusing. Alabama has one loss. Texas has one loss. Oh, here we go. Here's Here the Alabama. Well, Here's hey, Alabama, look, Alabama man. took care of business against Tennessee. They were down 20 to 7 and a half. Whatever Nick said worked. Came out, smoked them 27 nothing in the second half. So happy that Nick even smoked a cigar in celebration. So it's I'm not saying Alabama's going to the, the playoffs, but you know, you got Michigan, I think, is probably looking like the best team. Uh at Georgia, and you know, okay, from there, Florida State. ACC is is weak. Uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't the rankings just come out and they've got Ohio State maintaining number three? Yeah. I don't get that. Having been at this game, I can tell you, Kyle McCord is not taking a team to the championship. He's well, he's he's pretty good between the 30s at finding his his superstar Harrison. You get that guy in the red zone and he chokes. He just tenses up. They went to the red zone five times and scored twice. Um, well, scored touchdowns twice. And one time they had it on the one. First down on the one. And this those second score in the red zone came at the end of the game when Penn State had thrown in the towel. McCord's not the man. He's not he's not winning a national championship for anyone. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Well, they're, that playing, they're playing unranked teams until the final game which is Michigan at Michigan. Uh, and so, you know, assuming that happens, Ohio State will be eliminated in that game. Yeah. As they should be, sounds like, Rooster. I, I think, the the first of all, for my first game ever at the Shoe, there were 105.5 fans there. 
and it is loud as hell. And so the fans played a little bit of a role in the outcome here. 105,506 <laughs> 105, to be precise. Oh, I thought they're 506. I thought when you said 0. 0.5 that House was there with you. 105.5. <laughs> and the fans had Alar completely baffled. He looked all day baffled, barely knew where the hell he was going with the ball. Their coaching staff calls a, called a terrible game. But so did, so did Ohio State. So I don't know if anyone watched that game. They ran three end arounds. Every time they handed it off to the end, everybody in the stadium knew he was going to get the ball. If they had just once faked that handoff and thrown it the other way, it would have been a touchdown. It, it looked like a high school game offensively to me on both ends. Ohio State's defense is fantastic. Penn State's is good, and their, and their special teams defense is A+. I mean, they, they every time they punted the ball, Ohio State would get it, you know, below the ten. But the offense is in the red zone. The Ohio State offense was bad. Penn State's offense was bad everywhere on the field. There, neither one of those teams belongs, you know, in the in the in in the consideration for the championship. I don't think Penn State should be out of the top ten. Yeah, well, no. next week there's there's not even any top ten clashes. You have only one top twenty five, uh, Oregon at Utah. Well, I guess you have Duke at Louisville. Who cares about that? But next week is kind of other milk than the world's largest co- outdoor cocktail party. Next week is kind of an off week, uh, getting ready for the big November rivalry games. I don't think yes. we can call it a cocktail party anymore. I think it's a cookout. What's is that not allowed? <laughs> I think it's not allowed. Didn't they change it a long time ago? I don't know. Pope has a hard time getting away from his cliches. Leave him alone. (laughs) All right. Fair (laughs) enough. What's the the line on that game? I don't know. Uh, 14 and a half. How's that possible? You guys should be not. You should be giving 20, getting 20 points. Oh, agreed. I agree. Come on, Milk. Aren't you going to shock the world? Mess up the whole playoff thing? Definitely not. Come on. I'll tell you this. I, I I said I will tell you this: that Brock Bowers' loss is a big loss. So yeah. we'll see. Just it won't we'll matter this week. Yeah. It won't. All right, matter. Bison. We better right. move on to Major League Baseball. Real quick. Though, yeah. I mean, listen. To our, to our gamblers, bet of the year, and I'm always right on the bet of the year. Oh, Take gosh. UCLA minus minus seventeen against Colorado. The wheels are off there. Oh wow! Hey, Tad yeah, Thomas, well, take note of, notice yeah, of that bet. That could be. Yeah. UCLA, that could be true. Milk right. is pretty the putting his milk pick, pick of the year. Of the All year. right, baseball. We're in the LCS. We got some barn burners going. Um, What's the score we, right now? Do we have a Do we have a game going on right oh, now? Oh, we do. We have an update. Yeah. We got Diamondbacks three oh, one in the bottom of the second. Who would have okay. guessed? That Ooh, Max wow. wasn't ready for this. No, no, no. What do you mean? We're not there yet. Diamondbacks have no. another drink. Oh, sorry. Wrong, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong team. Wrong, 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 wrong team. All right. So that's league. game six. We got game six of the NLCS going on right now. Phil's up 3 2. Um, I mean, I'm the story of the series. Huh? Overall series. I'm You're right. Backs You're up right. 3 1. But the yeah. series is 3 2. 3 1 in the game. Oh, the series yeah, yeah, yeah. is 3 2. In game Phil six. Is, yeah. And we're in sorry. game six right now. Look, the story of that series has got to be bomb, 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 right? I mean, Burner and Schwarber. For bombs. And, and I mean, I don't know who else, but they're all hitting home runs. Um, I predict to milk quietly the other night before 
game three that the Phillies bats were going to go cold. They did go cold. It just happened to be only for one game. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> they just came right back and, and I guess maybe two games, but whatever they, this whole, I don't like the two, three, two thing. It, it doesn't, I, I, I don't like that lineup, but look, if, if we get to game seven in the NLCS, uh, that would be pretty awesome. We've got game seven in the ALCS going to start tonight. Pope has uh, committed as much as Brian Pope's possible of committing by wearing a Rangers hat right now. He's probably oh, got uh, his Atlanta Braves tidy whiteys on underneath, I'm guessing, at this point, just so he could stay, stay I have loyal. A, I have a onesie peak with feet. But that but Rangers the, the big hat thing, looks the, new. the big thing in this series is we're, at, we're going into game seven, and the road team has won every game in the series at this point. Uh, and I, you know, take me back to my glory days. That was the 2019 Nats over the Astros in the World Series. Every game, seven game series, every game won on the road. Where uh, was the road that? Team. Yeah. Where was that game seven? Right in series. Houston. And yeah. who was the starting pitcher for the Nats? Yeah, you got it. Max Scherzer. And so and who Max takes the mound tonight? tonight? Yep. It's it, it's pretty funny. And, and I will tell you that my my memory of that is that, you know, Scherzer gets so amped up. He's such a competitor. He's bound to groove a 98-mile-an-hour fastball that someone takes out in the first inning, and then he'll settle Altuve down. Altuve or Bregman is going to homer. Yeah, the first and, then he, and then he's going to settle down, and he's going to give you five, maybe six innings of just gritty pitching. You know, he's not going to look great. He's going to scare the crap out of you, but you will be in the game when he leaves it. That's my prediction. I think the to, other to guy those, I was thinking of is Castellanos. He was hitting some bombs too. To, yeah, to, Castellanos. To those who yeah. uh, on, on this pod, I, I, I see one uh, Michael Rooster failing, who thinks Mad Max should not take the take the ball tonight. We don't have any other options. Who's your number one pitcher? Well, I mean, I think Evaldi's our number one pitcher, but Jordan he Montgomery last night. Jordan Montgomery pitched two di- two games ago. Yeah, well, he's on three. He can't he's not going on three days rest? He's sure, not, he, now, he he could go on three days rest. He's never it's gone freaking, on three days rest in a, his career. It's a chance to go to the World Series. Max is not ready. He's I, just not so, ready. So I was at the game on Wednesday in in Texas. Max was not sharp, but his fastball had movement. He just couldn't get his slider going. And if you know, one game after having that forearm tightness, he's out for a month. If if that game was his rehab, that game was you know him getting uh, his feet wet again, then then he could be Mad Max in Game Seven. No guarantees, but he yep. could he could but, definitely but, come out and he could do what he does. But Jordan Montgomery has been dependable all playoffs. Only and one thing better than a NL than an LCS Game Seven, and that's a World Series Game Seven. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of PTSD going around in uh, in Dallas after uh, coming within one strike twice of winning the World Series in 2011. The Rangers fans are living and dying by every pitch tonight. And I can tell you that it's going to be Pepto-Bismol, you know, Maalox moment big time. I'll, I'll pack the Pepto-Bismol, Pope, since we'll be uh, we'll be together watching it. Awesome. So, I'll be down. All right. That. Listen, we got to keep. We're on a tight schedule tonight. We're moving along. Rooster, I think you got a punchable face. Don't call it a comeback. 
I do. It's a repeat fate, punchable face. If you, I mean, it's going to be, have to be a really hard punch to get through that massive, ridiculous beard of James Harden. He's pulling the same shit again. I, how many times do I have to warn people? Do not get James Harden on your team. He signed a massive extension with the Sixers. He, the Sixers stand to lose and beat if they don't get their shit together. Harden doesn't care. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go to Houston and party and pout and refuse to play in the preseason games and refuse to show up for practice until you trade me to the Clippers. I just think the Clippers would be insane to take this guy. I hope nobody takes this guy and that he's forced to play for the Sixers because it's bullshit and I'm tired yeah. of it. So I'm going to punch that fat bastard right in the beard. Good one. Like it. Anybody else with a punch? I got one. Michigan State. Oh, Ugh. this this is this is like I, I mean this isn't funny, right? I mean this is you know we try and be a little lighthearted sometimes with these punches and. But this one's not funny. This is just shit just shouldn't happen anymore in 2023. But as I'm sure many of you have heard, uh, an hour before the Michigan State-Michigan game, Michigan State had a trivia contest going on on the scoreboard. And some fucking buffoon thought it would be a good idea to ask a question about what country Hitler hailed from and throw a picture of Hitler up on the scoreboard. Uh, no. Never, never a good idea. Just especially not now. Ever. Yeah. I mean, not ever, not now. Like, let's just not ever reference Hitler in any way other than the most history. awful evil person. In, in, in in other history, than a history right? le- lecture. Yeah. I mean, That's outrageous. Michigan State has come out and said that it was a third party uh, production company that handles that sort of stuff. And they have been fired and they've issued an apology. But for fuck's sake, get it together, boys. Well, they also just fired the Michigan State employee who approved the third party's production. Yeah, well, good. Fire everybody. Not enough people they get fired to, in that situation. They need to fire their entire football team, too. Yeah, Everybody's that, that also. I think Michigan's just that good. Well, when you're still on signs. All yeah. right, any other punches? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyone have a punch? How about a lasso? Barbecue sauce. I have one. Anyone got one? Want to go first? No. no. All right. So Pope mentioned the uh, huge upset, upset UVA 31 over 10th rank UNC 27, 31 to 27. Um, UVA hadn't won a game against a power team all year. They're they're now two and five after winning this game. UNC drops to six and one. UVA is terrible. They're 11th in the ACC. They've lost three games by three points, though. They're not quite as bad as you think. The the lasso, though, goes to their running back, Mike Hollins, who scored three times, almost scored a fourth time. He fumbled the ball going into the end zone, and um, I think he fumbled it out of bounds, so it turned over. To UNC. This is one of the guys who was on the bus when that awful shooting took place last year, and he was one of the guys who got shot uh, and recovered and has come back to be a huge contributor, as you saw Saturday. So it, it you know, it was a, re- it's a really, it was a really emotional, hard thing for UVA. 
their coach was on TV yesterday saying, look, there's no team that deserves this more than we do, but you don't get things because you deserve it. You get things because you work for it. These guys have overcome all that work all the way back. And one of the guys who was, you know, fighting gunshot injuries from that awful event was the major contributor. So just hats off to Mike Holland's great, great comeback all the way back from that terrible incident. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's get to some buzzer beaters and get out of here. Milk, you got a buzzer beater tonight? You don't have gators. That's it. Rooster, you got one? I do. Let's let's uh, let's shout out to the uh, Las Vegas Aces repeating as there you go WNBA champs. Um, we were big into uh, talking about Aja Wilson uh, last year during the college uh, finals. She she scored twenty four points and grabbed sixteen rebounds without two of their starters, one of whom was the point guard. Everyone thought that the uh, Liberty was going to be able to snatch that game because. The Aces didn't have two of their starters. The Aces held uh, Stewie, the UConn star, to th- three of seventeen from the floor and and won seventy to sixty nine. So, might be a little dynasty in the making there. First repeat since like two thousand two, I think. Right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yep. All right, Pope, you got a buzzer beater? I mean, it's really quick, but you know, for those of uh, our listeners who follow F one. Uh, Quite a debacle at Coda in Austin this weekend with, uh, you know, not a surprise that Max won, although he didn't win by as much as you would expect, starting from six. But uh, Hamilton and Leclerc were disqualified uh, for having um, hell. I mean, I, I don't even understand what exactly Bison, what exactly, what was it? Their underride was uh, too low or something? My understanding is that too the thin. car was too, was too low to the ground and they had they established that through looking at the excess wear on the skid plate i think yeah and max came out today and said that coda needs to redo their track it's too too bumpy which is one of the reasons that they're having issues so heads up to austin for that for our non-texas fans that's leclerc that he's talking about (laughs) talking about jose leclerc the closer for game seven who were you talking about? And <laughs> I got a I got a quick buzzer beater here. Sad story to report. Uh, Georgetown women's basketball coach Tasha Butts died Monday uh, after a two year battle with breast cancer. Um, she was only forty one years old. She was diagnosed with advanced stage breast cancer in twenty twenty one. She came to Georgetown in April. Uh, I don't think she ever actually coached a game for the Hoyas. Uh, she stepped away from the team last month. And unfortunately, um, she succumbed today uh, and uh, just very sad. She had played a little bit in college for Pat's Summit and gone to a bunch of sweet 16s at Tennessee and had coached uh, college ball uh, and most recently before Georgetown at Georgia Tech, where she was an assistant. Uh, sad, sad story. Just too young. You never like to read about somebody who's you know survived by their parents. Uh, that's just not sort of how it's yeah, supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, so sad story, uh, but uh, it did prompt the uh, the the Tasha Tough campaign and college sports, college women's teams throughout basketball had been posting messages to her over the last several weeks. Uh, and she just, she'd been around college hoops so long. 
I think it's going to touch a lot of people, a lot of players, both uh, current and past. So sad story there. So who besides right. Pope thinks the Niners are going to struggle with the Vikings tonight? Anyone? Don't see that happening. I don't see it happening either. No. All right, Pope. Well, good luck. Good luck tonight. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. House. Good luck to the ongoing game. And uh, we will be really. back. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's get a Rangers Phillies. That would be entertaining. That'd be yeah. Fun. Oh boy. All right, guys. SMQBs are Brian Bandwagon Pope, who hails from Dallas, Texas, and has never met a first-place team that he didn't have a personal connection to. Michael Rooster Phelan, hailing from Richmond, and who roots for teams from New York, or is it Boston? I can't remember which it was. One or the other. Also, Patrick Milk Michler from Tampa Bay, and he is still massively in love with Tom Brady and will never get over his man crush on the GOAT. Toby House Milrod, a long-suffering sports fan, hailing from Philadelphia, whose Eagles team, mm, they're still looking for another quarterback. And I am Chris Bison-Nace, hailing from Washington, District of Champions. Thanks for listening.